We're so close to Mass Effect Andromeda. In order to celebrate that, make sure to queue up your EA Access, because we're going to be watching Mass Effect Paragon Lost right now on Video Game Movie Anatomy. Stay with us. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Video Game Movie Anatomy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very somber episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy, where today we're going to be covering the prequel to Mass Effect 3, Mass Effect Paragon Lost. Uh, what is set like... This movie made me feel a range of emotions, unlike some of the characters in the film. Sure. But uh, we're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, before we do, let's introduce ourselves. I'm one of your hosts, and it's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. we got the whole squad in the house, joined as always by Stacey Shuttleworth. All right, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles or all over the web at Nerds Doing Stuff. Because I'm a nerd doing stuff. And our resident Mass Effect expert, Patrick Dees. So much pressure. What's up, guys? You can find me uh, on Twitter. I'm at P to the D's. Tweet at me who you want to romance during the course of this. My vote, <laughs> Mark Bidonica. Being on its own. Our romance a, is real. I'll roll around in a bed with you. <laughs> Fair enough. Why the hell not? I gotta choose the right options, though. You gotta give me dialogue yeah. options. Meet, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> meet, me in this, meet me in the Citadel. <laughs> All right. um, so today's movie, as we've mentioned several times, is the uh, often forgotten... Mass Effect Paragon Lost uh, that came out. Why. For good reason. For good reason. Uh, anytime we brought this up to folks, like much like our last episode, people went, there's an Animal Crossing movie? Yeah. The opposite happened here where they went, yeah, we don't talk Ooh, about we don't that. Sh- what film? No, uh, what? So in this movie, it is set before Mass Effect 3. James Vega and a group of soldiers try to protect a human colony from the collectors who wish to capture the colonists for unknown purposes. It is an anime-style film directed by Atsushi Takeuchi uh, from 2012. Uh, let's start, well, uh, let's just bolt into it. Uh, we're going to start with something that we call our speed runs, which is a quick, usually, traditionally, a quick review of the film, something you would see as a box quote on the back at your local GameStop, Best Buy, what have you. For example, Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script, but nails the spirit of the game. We never, we rarely get that quick. No, this is an open rebellion on the show. Like, we are, like, literally going, I know what you said, this is what we're doing. And then we write essays on it, right? Like, yeah, no, sure. Everybody has since gone Paragon on the speed run. I sent her a draft last night. She marked it up. We went back and forth. I feel good about it. It's like a dissertation, like, it's a speed dissertation. Um, So speaking of dissertations, Patrick, do you want to go first? I, we actually, (laughs) really randomly, right before we started the show, came up with a speed run that said, if you like Mass Effect, but hate yourself, watch this film. Um, so that's my actual speed run. I'll give you my quick, quick-ish quick dissertation that says, the vexing thing about Mass Effect Paragon Lost is that it seems fundamental, fundamentally ill-conceived. It doesn't work as an entry point into the franchise, and for adoring fans, it's a glorified footnote in the Mass Effect saga. Compared against the high standards set in a game series that has made its players care deeply about the, the, the fate of a slew of characters and that inescapable consequences of so many unavoidable decisions, it's impossible to not feel regret for what this movie could have been. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's yeah. all right. Solid. Thanks, Stacy. I, my editor. I want to thank my editor, Stacy. <laughs> a lot of redlining. I, I feel pretty, I felt pretty good about it. No. <laughs> all right. Um, so. There's not any one discernible reason that makes this movie outright terrible, but Mass Effect Paragon Lost proves completely underwhelming for both fans of the series and complete newcomers. 
That's pretty good. Yeah, that was really good. That's pretty solid. That was, and it was quick-ish too. I, I, made, I made it pretty speedy today. Well, after, after leaving reading, train rebellion. Like, <laughs> well, after reading yours and seeing how long it went, I'll bring it back. Peel all right, it back, all right. Peel it what do you got? Uh, for me, it's Paragon Lost exemplifies what the world took away from the Mass Effect series, an ending that just doesn't or that doesn't justify the rest of the story. Oof. Well, we'll get into it for sure. Let me ask you yeah. guys this, too. I'm curious to see, what was your frame of reference when you were coming into this? Like, what do you know about the Mass Effect series? Like, is it a beloved thing to you guys as it is to me and many others? Or, like, where are you with the franchise? Well, I never had an Xbox okay. growing up. So I came very late into this series. It was always on the fringe. I knew it existed. I knew the very basics. I knew who Shepard was. Sure. You know, uh, you got... He's a hero. He's a goddamn hero. Exactly. That's who he is. That is all I needed <laughs> yeah, right. to know, and that Perfect. is what I knew. Yeah, no, yeah fair enough. Uh, so I recently, or not too recently, but I had picked it up for PC when I finally got a laptop that could run, you know, games. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I played a little bit and then stopped, and I've been playing it again lately, so I'm, I'm still in the first game, but I'm working through it. Okay. I'm really enjoying it. For me, it's one of the, the franchises that if you haven't played it, you're going to know something about it. You're totally. going to have a degree of familiarity mm-hmm. yeah. with it because it took over the world. Um, I have a great respect for the Mass Effect franchise, as we were talking about a little bit before the show. I always felt that the aesthetic and setting uh, is super super futuristic, Yeah. Where, whereas the tone and the the setting and some of the soundtrack stuff makes it feel like uh, an, a throwback action movie in the best way, yeah, yeah. in the best possible yeah. way. Um, I have not finished the franchise in, in okay. any any respect whatsoever because, like, it's bad enough having to get through, like, man, I missed out on that one mm-hmm. movie right, right, or right. that one trilogy right. of movies. But a trilogy mm-hmm. of games is... Hours and especially here, well, it's it's so ambitious. There's a, there's a lot to look. I mean, I am going very very slowly through this thing because I <laughs> yeah. have to talk to everybody. I have to talk to everybody, and then when I talk to them, I have to go through every dialogue option, and then I have to regret the choices that I make when I can't go back to other dialogue. A hundred percent, right? I, that is that oh, is Mass Effect. That's your back of the box endless. boat right there. It's endless. Well, so do you want to set some ground rules too? Because I'm interested. I know you guys haven't finished the series. Are you okay during the course of this to talk about? Spoilers sure. for the series. Spoiled. Sure, sure. All right. So yeah, that's the thing. Is in, you, you couldn't yeah. escape it. Great, really, great. When, especially when ma- the, all of the stuff with the Mass Effect Three ending came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you couldn't not like. Well, what's what is it about the ending that people are upset you, about? You clicked on that article and read what happened. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair mad. enough. Yeah. So, so just you know, for full disclaimer for the audience, we're not only going uh, in depth spoilers for this film, but this series as a whole. So we're talking everything Mass Effect. But it's also today. like four years ago. It is. Yeah. That scared the hell out of me, but I appreciate it. And, and you probably should go into Mass Effect Andromeda if you're excited about that game like we are. You should probably go into it with a little, like a baseline understanding. From what I understand, it's accessible enough to do to play without that, but it'll only so. enrich your experience. I hope want, so. It me too. seems to be set apart for, me too. for new people to come into. Fair enough. Wow. So, this, so, this, all right, this, so let's, let's move on from there. Okay. Um, we've got a couple of... Uh, we, we do another segment here. It's called the controller toss moment, and that's where you're watching the movie, and you silently or loudly have a, you've got to be kidding me! Yeah. And you wing your controller <laughs> across the room. Uh, for me, it wasn't anything too storyline. It was all. Mm-hmm. It all had to do with the budget and the presentation of okay. the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Like, for example, the... Uh, it's an old anime trope that is 100% for budget cuts where when somebody is talking at length, instead of paying to paying to animate oh. that character, they focus on the person they're talking to who's just got, a, just got like a... Got it. Just right. listening. Got where it's it. like, this person's spilling their soul and you can't see them emote or anything. And it sort of yeah. brings the dialogue down to, well, I can't 
see how much they care about what they're saying, so why should I care? It's almost like they might, they probably should have skipped those CGI scenes and maybe uh, invested in some characters emoting yeah. just a little That'd bit. Nice. Just a little yeah. added property there. Yeah, and, and that another uh, budgeting thing. Sure. That, that was my other one, but uh, let, Stacey, let's start with you. What was one of yours? I mean... Essex as a whole was my controller <laughs> Oh, that, yes. I, that's my favorite line. Fair enough. Which Some one? Oh, all right. We'll get, we'll get there. I wanted him to die in a fire. Yes. Instantly. Instantly. Yep. Instantly. Horribly. Yep. And then be brought back only to die in a fire again all and right. then again. Well, technically he, okay. he, technically he died twice. It he did? Enough. Yeah. Okay, he wanted a more, a slower death. God. They, they didn't give us the satisfaction of watching him die horribly in the yeah. crash. The worst. He was. The worst. Well, I think that's my controller toss moment. Like it opened straight up on sexual oh. assault. Like oh. we're gonna we're gonna lead off with that, which is not emblematic of Mass Effect as a you whole. Know, I'll, ju- I'll just bury the lead. I'll, I'll bury the lead and I'll say the line now. The first direct line of the movie yes. is. You know, nothing gets me hot like seeing you go commando. To which, uh, to which the response is. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. And they, they're they just all cool with it. And it's like, all right, look, I get this is a war setting. And, and th- there is in, like, TV and media a certain sense of this is acceptable. But that was not acceptable. It, it really wasn't. And, like, the problem is that, like, again, and we'll get into this for sure. Because I'm not sure who this film is for. But this is not this is not indicative of the tone Mass Effect takes ever, mm-hmm. not once. And, I mean, again, you can you can argue about the merits about the romance system to whatever degree that you want. Um, and some people would argue that it's a very successful one and an intricate one. I think it's a little bit binary. But what there wasn't ever was 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 the press up and to the left to sexual assault somebody. I, it was um, just I don't that know. Wasn't, that was wasn't disgusting. a part of the DLC. It, you know, they, to it, fix the it, ending. It was. It was part of how they retconned the ending. If oh, okay. only Shepard had been like you know convicted of just uh, all kinds of assault. Yeah, just yeah. Done. Although I will say one of my favorite, um, and you'll get there. There is a Shepard moment. I think it's a Mass Effect too. Well, you know, you know, how Mass Effect does the thing where you get different options, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's kind of the spirit of what your Shepard is going to say. And then there's this Paragon Renegade, which we'll talk a little bit about. Right. There's a reporter who's giving you some lip in the middle of this. Uh, in the, you're in the middle of this war, and she's got a microphone in front of you, and she's just like hassling you about the decision. You're like, "Look, lady, I'm at war, and the decision is something like, please stop talking to me. I've got other things to do." And I went with that one, right? Like, get out of my face. Like, I'm a hero. And like, Shepard straight up punches her in the grill. <laughs> just punches a woman. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is not what I chose there. That's one of the things that I like the Telltale games as well that I couldn't. Anytime you're like, oh, this doesn't sound too bad, and then it's and then, then it's it like is. the line where it's like, I'm sorry that I can't help you. Now, fuck off! Yeah, like, like, like what? Whoa, that's what? Not, not what I was trying yeah. to do. Show me the Shepard, whole way. Yeah. Shepard does that again really early on in Mass Effect One too, with is the that scientist really? who's kind of freaking out. Okay. And so I'm sitting there through the dialogue options, and it's like, um, she's like, oh. I'll give him his meds and he'll he'll calm down. Yeah, yeah. And then so one of your dialogue options is, oh, I can help with that. And so I selected that, and she straight up slugs this guy in the face, and he goes down. Like, come on! <laughs> 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 I don't want to have like, done that. This is not okay. That's, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> that's not fun. Yeah. Um, what, Patrick? Did you have a good? Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go ahead and again, we'll get a little bit spoilery. Uh, my biggest, my biggest controller toss moment is kind of toward the end. There is a reveal ooh, where the collectors are actually the Protheans, right? It's this advanced race that created the Mass Effect relays. Mm-hmm. Um, that they are the Protheans that have kind of been repurposed by the Reapers to go and help with the Reaper cause. This is something that you learn in Mass Effect Three. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Oh, sorry, sorry, probably Mass Effect 2. Actually, my point is that like anybody who would watch this film knew that. The big reveal I, in I this film... I thought it was for 3, if I remember correctly. It might be, but this also predated Mass Effect 3. Yeah, or it no, was post-dated. It was, post-dated. No, it was a, a lean-in to 3. Like, this is supposed to get you get you into 3. That, but I I want to check the release date, because I actually think it no, came I out after. knew all of this already. Yes. Yeah, this is, this, for people who had played all the games, this was nothing new. Right, and so really. that, that's what throws me for a loop, because it's not accessible. Like, otherwise, there's just a bunch of weirdos looking at their armbands. You don't know anything about this universe. I can't figure out who mm-hmm. it's for. Mm-hmm. Or you knew the big reveal the whole time, and you're, sh- you're screaming at your screen. They are the pro... They're the pro... They're the pro... They're the, <laughs> hey, right they're, there. The, they're, they're the pro... They're the pro... Over and over well, again. The, and I, it's, like, so frustrating about because Vega gets introduced in three, I did a little bit more research mm. into him, and it said that part of part of his arc in three is finding out that sacrificing the colony to get the intel was for nothing True. because they already had all of the intel that he sacrificed everybody for. Uh, so that you might have you might have learned that in two, but 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 either way, that is accurate. But my yeah. point is that anybody who's played those those games, I think it is two. Um, I should know this. It all blends together as one big long shepherd saga. Right. But my point is that if you played two, you when you go into this, you you know all of this. And Vega is arguably the least interesting character in Mass Effect Three. So I can't figure <laughs> out why why they had his side story. I don't understand. But, but then, he's pretty pretty speaking pretty to what you right. what you're saying about. Uh, this being inaccessible, then somebody who goes into this going, oh, well, this is all I need to know for Mass Effect 3 because this is the lead to Mass Effect 3, it's and then you find out that you wasted your time watching the movie because Vega it's, and Vega, all of the stuff and all of the em- emoting that he did at the end of the movie, not the rest of the movie was standing, was for nothing. Super in vain. <laughs> the, other, the other big... <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I, I also have a couple issues there. One, when we come down to the decision, which I think the premise of this movie could have been really cool and in spirit with the game, right? Like, <laughs> comes down to really tough decisions who should live or die. In mm-hmm. three, you make some, well, even in one, some decisions about whole races and their future and how they fit into the galactic stage. With a title like Paragon Lost, pretty sure which way we knew which, which Vega was going to choose. It very obvious. I was like, I guarantee I know What's what What's the choice going to be? Right. Yeah. It, it just makes the whole thing a lead into, well, he's gonna, there's going to be a choice. There's going to be right. a choice. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? And the other thing, there's a continuity issue because Vega straight up tells Shepard on more than one occasion he's the only one that got out. And that's why he's so fucked up. But he clearly left with his Asari and a couple of mess squad mates. Like, that is not... One squad mate. Not true. It was Tria and... uh, Yeah. Thank you. Despite saying their names several times, this is a great film. The only one that I caught was Tria. That was the only one that I caught. So they they said them several times. Usually when they were dying, he would exclaim their name as they were going through their death animation. Like, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Full disclosure, I put on the subtitles so I could see their names smart. written okay. over and over again. Wicked so smart. Well, because yeah. I was like, who are they talking about? Yeah, I don't... They just keep calling out names, and so I put them on, and I was like, oh, that's who that is. It was it was and rough, too. They did a bad job of introducing characters, but also oh, the exposition dump was, like, in ways that, like, characters would never talk, right? Like, like oh, we've got to establish this base for this thing that everybody already knows. Like, I would just never say that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I would never, because it's just a known fact. Anyway. Uh, so one of mine, speaking to timing and explaining things, is mm-hmm. that more budget should have been gone to looping and ADR and dubbing. Not to say that the performances sure. were were super rough, but when there's only a certain amount of time to match to match the lip dub, 
where it's like, okay, now we have to get all of the people off of this off of this rock, and if the thing, and they just have to talk, oh. talk, 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 yes. in order to fit it into right. the right. mouth. It got right. really bad. Sometimes. And it, inv- it invalidates right. any of the di- dialogue. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, I'm watching a movie. Like it takes. Right. There's you don't have. There's never. I don't. I I think there's never truly a moment until it's way, way, way too late where you can where you can get lost in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. No. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, that's a really interesting point. Yeah. Um, does anybody have any other ones? I just. Uh, I'll jump in one more time because I felt right. passionately about this. So we get back to that critical decision moment and Vega's in his head and he's trying to like, am I saving this, my sorry friend, this girl that I'm pursuing or all these, you know, all the, the colonists? And he like, I think again, potentially really cool setup and the way it was handled was just so ridiculous when he's punching that yeah. dashboard oh, yeah. and just agonizing it and her dialogue back to him about, I know you'll make the right decision. And I'm like, yeah, my decision's not to save the person who's jammering in my ear, you idiot. I'm saving the colonists. You just disqualified like, I don't know, yeah. sorry, I just that whole moment was ridiculous. And the way they set up that whole moment, too, is, okay, I understood she had that intel, but the way they talked about it through that entire scene was like, oh, you know everything, you could just tell them. Right. You could just tell them and it's fine. So when we're presented with this big, huge choice that he has, it literally seems like he is just choosing the girl over an entire colony. Yeah. The intel doesn't really matter. Right. And, and it was ridiculous. And her with, a, it's a little on the nose when she's like, there's only time to save one. Yeah, it was, it was super obvious. Uh, it was like, but also the fact where, where she's like, it, it should have been, hey, record everything <laughs> yeah, I'm just, saying. Yes. This yes. is all of the data yes. that's on the thing. All right, right. now save those people. Here's she the Cliff Notes version. Yes. so much time. Because she even Whoa. said, I can't believe that this happened. And he went, no, I need it in writing. Right. <laughs> and then for all of that to not mean anything as well. Like, who, who cares? And, and like, what, why would you agonize over something when the audience, ne- like, they didn't have enough time to build that romance for us to care. No. Whereas you put a romance. You put a quote romance. Right. But, they barely got the friends like. Yeah, yeah that's like a good point. Right. She way. knows my name. But you put <laughs> but you put a little girl in there who wants to be just like him when he grows up. That's something we can all to- relate to. Totally. It was an easy connection to mm-hmm. make. I mean, we got like we didn't get too much background on her, but we were pretty emotionally invested in that little girl, I, I'd argue. But I, but I, but I will say like she was so over the top even oh, the little girl seriously? that it was yeah. like, "Oh, she's super dead. You're dead as fuck. <laughs> like, it was so emotionally manipulative, right? Like, from the jump, when she's like, no, we're getting married and, like, like, like oh, you're, you're super honey. dead, little honey, girl. You're not yeah, you are not making it out. Uh, yes. Sorry to break the news to you. Um, <sighs> but uh, something that I think, a place where I thought it was going is, I know it's it, Mass Effect is about making your decisions and having to live with them. Yes. So when we, when he did the flashback to <laughs> yeah. the full decision, yes. that right. made me think, wait, is this him weighing all of the yeah, options of that yeah, first totally. decision? And totally. now we're going to see the other? And now yes. we're going to see what happens when you That's save the I people? Expected. Yeah, nope. Which is the right choice. Yeah, agreed. Clearly <laughs> the I right know. choice. Which gave us a second, a second opportunity to go, you idiot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to really hate this guy. I mean, yeah, no. Uh, I agree. Uh, I've got like one more controller toss moment because this is one of my Dude, favorites. this is your show, man. This uh, is, yeah. um, so, well, I don't know. Like, this is just like, like uh, operation planning 101 mm-hmm. when they're like at the very beginning which this is a setup when they're going to fight the Krogans and anybody knows the Krogans they are badasses and fearsome warriors and nothing to be fucked with 
and they're they're outlining the plan, right? And it's got this diagram, this like hologram, right? And they're they're outlining the plan, and like Krogans are here, and we're gonna enter from here, and here's our flight path. And it's like somebody's like Madden got real drunk and just took the telestrator and was drawing zeros and like oh, it's like uh, the flight plan's crazy, and you're like, you want me to do what? Like I don't. <laughs> you wait, said go behind them. Wait, why am wait, I over there? Wait, wait, why am I writing John Madden in cursive? You know, it's like his name. It's. It's insane. It's like the, you should really go back. If you haven't seen the scene, go back and pause it on the flight plan because like some 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 animator was just like, yeah, let's have some fun with this. No this one's is, gonna look at it. Right, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, you want to look at it. And they spend yeah they spend way too long on that frame too. It's not like somebody uses a blip. They're like, and everybody looks at noddingly like enthusiastically about it. Oh yeah, great. We're gonna bomb them. Here come the Marines. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. There there is a lot. Um, let's talk about the cast before we go into yeah. the quote plot yes. uh, a little bit <laughs> more. Right. Now, this this is a really outstanding cast. There's a lot of fantastic actors it in is. there. Uh, folks that that we've actually had on shows on the AfterBuzz TV network. Josh Grell, yeah, uh, a big big fan of his. Um, mm -hmm. We had him on our Ruby After Show. He was also on the English dub of Yuri on Ice. He was great in this yeah. too. Oh, he's one, yeah, yeah, he was good. But great. he was he's like the favorites. I always thought you were like a father to me type character. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Best with best he could with what he was given. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I liked Travis Willingham a lot too I as Captain too. Tony. He did a very yep. good He's job, always yes. a whole bunch of fun. Yep. Highly recommend him oh. on uh, Camp Camp. I just want to be called a whole bunch of fun one time in my life. Don't do it this show. Yeah. Save it some other random. Also, okay, I'll make would. it for a very important moment. Yes. Um, right. Vic McNyanya. Yep. Uh, played Messner, our kind of villain. Yeah. I, sure. He was oh, our villain-ish. Sure. He was villain-esque. I mean, it was their own fault. Yeah. Agreed. He was just like, oh, I'm coming along. Okay. Okay. Sure. Much like this this entire movie, the performances, the performances, that's the plural of performances, mm -hmm. what? Um, up until, like, the last 20, 15, 20 minutes of the movie, we're all super subdued. Like, it was like, hey, we're going to die. Everybody's paralyzed. This sucks. Yep. But then the last 10 minutes, everybody was, like, shouting and shaking oh, each hype. other. Yeah. And, like, punching yeah. each other. And consoles and everything. It was like... No, 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 you can't go from two to ten. All of a sudden they had emotions. Build, man. No, no. And that, that whoever the, the voice director was or whatever, again, you're working with a certain amount of time and sure. you have to match mm -hmm. the animation if everybody's all like cool looking with your sweet glasses. There's only so much you can do. Um, who who was your favorite of the the crew? Like, So I had to keep changing because they kept dying. <laughs> well, and they can't be a favorite if they die? Well, I mean, I had to have a current new favorite. Who, who is your <laughs> surviving favorite? <laughs> I actually really did like Milk, so I'm glad. I did he, too, he yeah. Won. I yep. also really liked Mason, the pilot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and Nikki. Those are my three, my top three. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I really like Tria. Like she's you? she stayed true to herself the whole time, and poor girl at the end at the end of the movie, um, <laughs> Vega essentially says, "I regret saving your life." Yes, you should be dead right now, dude. I'm sorry for making sure like, that you were what alive. What is wrong with you, dude? Even take that to the grave. You live yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you live you, with that yeah. shame yourself. Suck it up, you dude. Yeah. that on her. No, she did. She, no. she straight up. Said, yeah, I know. She straight up. Like, I know. Well, she kind of did. She kind of. You have time to say one. Thanks for being on the nose. Just one. Just one. Someone had to. They had to tell us. I mean, we couldn't. We couldn't figure that out on right, our own. Right, but I right? felt like that told. should have come from the like the room near the console that he beat the shit out of, or the yeah. console could have told him. No, no, uh, no. You have time to save one, Captain. Well, I, which is why I don't voice act as a console anytime soon. You can do that. All right, fair I can see it. Right. Audition with that. Come up with one a, one other one other uh, version, okay, and we'll, yeah. we'll send it in. I just want to be an AI. That's all right. Fine. Yeah, perfect. perfect. 
Um, who who is your favorite? I kind of like Milk. I actually really like Messner too. I thought he did. He was great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Slimy punts. Sounded a lot like Crow. A little bit. A little bit. Maybe. Little from oh. Ruby, if you're familiar. Wonder why. Yeah, can't mm. can't imagine. No. But it was it was it was very. It oh. felt like, but I love Crow. So but it also wasn't that. as I more drunk. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't as drunk. So it wasn't to as totally. It wasn't as dragged good. out or exaggerated right. as yeah. Crow is. True. But mm-hmm. it that. That was there. Yep. You could definitely see the the seeds of that. It was just funny, like, and I felt like he was telegraphed from from the jump that this guy's up to no good. Oh, easily. Yep. Shady, like you can't see his eyes. That's what is he actually thinking? Not. I don't know. Um, now our lead, Freddie Prince Jr., mm-hmm. uh, is repri- technically reprising his role from Mass Effect Three. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> <laughs> he's See, the most boring part of Mass Effect Three. Like he, so I think he is so good as like Iron Bull, like in, in mm-hmm. another, like another in Dragon Age. If you're familiar with that, another Bioware property. Like he's amazing. Arguably yeah. my favorite character in years in any of these series. He's just literally the guy exists to do pull-ups. He sits in your ship, and you, every time you go visit him, he's in this. He's in this, just doing this, and he's like, he, you can you can literally do a pull-up mini game with him. That's awesome. There are and that is existences. also kind of dope, but like that's his sole purpose. I don't know. He's, yeah. just, he's lame in the. And I, I can't figure out shit. why he had his own like. Movie. Yes. Yeah. Well, also, the, uh, clearly uh, of uh, Latino descent. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason like, I know that sure? is, the, you, is the couple you, of oh. times where he said Spanish words. I, but. Cayete? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Just every once in a while, he would throw in a uh, like an estupido or something. <laughs> Just here and there, no rhyme so, oh, that, reason. That's right. Um, but o- other than that, his performance in this was like a, a tired Kanan Jarrus, like his character in Star Wars Rebels. Uh, similar tone, but there's so much more life and color to Kanan. I don't know what I don't know what it was about. The, all of these actors, Monica Rial, who played Tria, um, all, everybody, yeah. uh, Justin Cook, Josh Grell, Eric Vale, Todd Habercorn, everybody, like, they're good performers, and yeah. they did what they could with all of this material, mm-hmm. but who was directing them? I have no it's idea. It's very bizarre. And I think the guys that really And I'll talent- never be cast by that voice director. Never. That's fine. <laughs> But please cast Mark in something. But if you're watching the show, the man should be in a video game, and I want to play that video game. Absolutely. He, like, he's just an uninspired character, too, right? Like, yeah. independent of whatever direction. I mean, he could have the best direction in the world. Vega's super boring. Yeah. He is, like, super mm-hmm. space marine. And he's functional to play with. Don't get me wrong. I, like, I took him as a party member, but he's mm-hmm. not yeah. interesting in any capacity. Well, yeah, he is very cut and dry. You know, this is soldier. Yep, yep. This is what you get. Mm-hmm. This Hoorah! Is and he's a Shepard fanboy. Yes, yes. There's, which, there's really no depth other than that. Yeah, which doesn't never manifest in the sh- the game either. Which was interesting that they, they kept keying in on that. In well, the show. For, for a second, that it like it, when it, it started with ah, we, we lost a great soldier. We we have to live to be in his in his debt. And then at the end, like no, like that <laughs> yeah. was so dumb. Oh, yeah, by the way, but but also I do like that. They alluded to him all the time, and um, Liara, Liara was in was the the other sorry that yes. they contacted right. Okay, mm-hmm. this movie I watched this movie in parts. Yes, and that was a part of the first possibly intoxicated part that I watched in. Um, That's and I just how you wanted to make sure film. you got it. Um, you get you get yourself blue. Yeah, um, but it was always like Shepard, 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 and the fact that we never got we never saw sure. Shepard. Yeah. I think kept it alive to be like, oh, it, it's either femme Shep or male Shep. Right. It, it can mm-hmm. it can still be your image of your Shepherd yep. that you made. Yep. I think that's the most successful thing that they did was not including the main character. Okay. <laughs> 
It was weird bringing back like that at the end, though, right? Yeah. Like, I felt like... Um, yeah. That is one of the single best moments. And again, spoilers, when you get into two, Matt, uh, Shepard dies in the first, like, six minutes of that. Not even that. It is mm-hmm. an amazing cold open. You're like, I'm sorry, did we just die? Like, mm-hmm. we just de- we're dead? Great. Got it. Good start. It's Super an amazing dead. cold One of the best in gaming history. Uh, and then, obviously, he's brought back to fight the Reapers and go on the suicide mm-hmm. mission. All of those things. But it was weird how just by the end, they're like, so you get to hang out with your hero and be all N7 and hoorah and stuff. Despite your not being a hero, and that, that I, don't know. I know, like I felt on, on a basic level because we understand how stupid of a mistake that he made, and that's the one little bit that we share with him. Them going, "Oh no, son, you're a hero. You saved oh, yeah. countless lives," that and made it's like no sense. Like, well, I, I think that made a lot of sense. Like, if for somebody who has had that, who made that dumb decision, that terrible decision, right. of mm-hmm. course you're going to feel no, regret. Uh, and right. to jumpstart it like that, right. it's like, um, where? but where was this, we never had, the weight was never there until the very, very end, and even mm-hmm. then, it's like, you, when you're blindfolded and somebody puts a feather on your hand, you're like, it's a 20 pound weight, and then you open your eyes, you're like, oh, that was nothing. That That's this movie, it's people thinking, oh, this is going to be a lot, oh, it's there was nothing in my hand, no. whoops, you tricked me. <laughs> Um, so the do you, do you, would you guys so let me ask you this crazy question well like again let's presuppose that that data that all of that intel was actually vital mm-hmm. right or or it, it, it was more than just the, the little bits the little sound bites that we knew I mean you have to save her if they the had played the it race, up to right. where it was important I but agree I feel like they worked really hard leading up to that moment to kind of make it sound like it wasn't important we had no reason to believe that whatever intel she had right. that was only on her person yeah. mm. was important enough I'll give you that. weighing against it. Also, they also. got that information from one of the consoles on that ship. Right. Which, if they had saved, they could have gone again. You gotta reload that save. You can't do that. It's the cardinal rule of playing yeah. Mass Effect. You made your decision, son. Yeah. You sleep in that bed. Yeah, I'm going to have a hard time with that one. Oh, is that right? You're uh, reloading? No, no, no every every major decision, I take the save, buy a new Xbox, and start it on that new Xbox. <laughs> and if I don't like the decision, I go back to the old one and play it that way. The old the old Xbox? Yeah, the old Xbox. Good and go back money to play bags, Donica. That's me. Making it rain in No, dude, box? is I get one of the older gray ones with the top loader, like 20. <laughs> it's like 50 bucks tops, and I only have one Got copy it. of the game. It's fine. Fair enough. And I have endless controllers. But, um... <laughs> So the we, we've kind of talked we, we've kind of talked a, a little bit uh, a lot around um, the 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 plot which was the the collectors and finding out who the Protheans are and on, and all, and all of that um, is there anything super related to the game that you liked because the only thing that I could really get is how much of a god Shepard was to all of these Marines yeah mm-hmm. and the important choice at the end. Like those are the only made like huge Mass Effect things that I got. Yeah, and, and there's huge misses. I, don't, I know this is not answering your question. I'll just point out the That's lack fine. of other Mass Effect things, like mm-hmm. the music. Like I could have used some actual like really synthy like sci-fi synth there. Mm-hmm. I would have settled for the actual sound effects that they use for the guns in the game, mm-hmm. which they failed to use. Because like with um, it, at the beginning, the the weapons of um, why am I blanking on the species? The Krogans? The, yeah, the Krogans, yes. thank you. Um, the, the the sound effects of those weapons were really lame. I lame. It's like a kid in the backyard going... Brr, brr, no, even less. Brr. It's like it's like they, they found the wrong track on the CD, and it's like... <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the wrong, the wrong yeah. stuff. Shout out to our YouTube watchers. 
But yeah, it was just so lame. I didn't feel right. like I was in the middle of this big no. space adventure. Like the shot that we get of the battlefield where it's all of the energy like flying back and forth and then once we get close, it stops. It could have been dealt. They have these assets. My point is that like they collaboratively work with the folks that made the game. Like there are no- there are sound effects that would have drawn you in. I would have been a sucker for a nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Just even the little mm-hmm. piano tinkle, the doo-doo-doo-doo. Like I would have been bought in but they don't Anything. use any of that. Just one choice which is spoiled by the goddamn title. By the title That's of true. the film. There's, I don't know what you're talking no about. Yes, you, no, there's not. I'm sorry. No it's like, what are we doing? I have no yes, idea no. There was very little that I think tied back at all, or even felt like the spirit of it. Like, first of all, I'm fine with a mature film. I like, uh, as far as like blood and violence, I think the Mass Effect does a really good job of dealing with a lot of those. I mean, you can you can assert that it deals with American exceptionalism and racism, and like like any good sci-fi does, it deals with really mature themes. Mm-hmm. There's never once anybody yells the word bitch, or uh, you know what I mean. There's a lot of cursing in there's this. There's a lot of that's just for action movie sake. Yes. sake. Yeah. I would have been fine again if there was some gravitas or is this moment, but like again, like none, none of it around. felt like that same tone. Mm-hmm. It that same it's the same sexual assault tone. It's a straight up for like you going commando and grabbing an ass and what are we doing? Sorry. I felt I had feelings. I'm gonna so miss that just, ass. It's it's just not mass effect. Oh. Ass effect. Um Ooh, sorry. There we go. Um so yeah, like there wasn't any there wasn't anything too major. The the film undid itself by mm-hmm. the end and, and by even being a part of the Mass Effect franchise it undid itself uh, I, I think I heard a, a rumor that this was supposed to spark a Mass Effect anime series mm. that never ended up going forward can't, um, I can't imagine why I can't me either um, but talking a little bit about the critical this was a digital or a, a home release only um, mm-hmm. it came out November 29th 2012 and it has an IMDB score currently of 5 point out at 9 out of 10 and a Rotten Tomato score of 60% from the audience so kind of the same uh, and the couple of reviews that I found were from uh, Jen Bozier of Forbes.com. Overall, it's difficult to recommend Mass Effect Paragon Lost. As a diehard fr- fan of the franchise, I felt myself nitpicking and scratching my head too often to be engrossed. And this feels like the type of offering that is targeted to the diehards. But it's difficult to imagine casual Mass Effect fans going crazy for it either. Yeah. Do we don't know who it's for. I don't uh, know who it's for. It's not for the diehards. And it's... Mm. Well, yeah, it's not accessible at all if you don't know anything no. about Mass Effect it's or if nonsensical. you only know, oh, Shepard is the main character. Mm. Then you're, I mean, they talk about things that you'd be completely lost with. I recall Blue People. Blue, yeah, Blue People. Like, oh, those are <laughs> oh, yeah, those, those Krogan, the, yeah. they're bad. Uh, and, they, yeah, the Krogers. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I've been to a uh, Krogan before. They were <laughs> great deli. Um, uh, another review that I found, Pedro Cortez from uh, Japanator.com. Subpar. That's not a website. It's, it is. Mark a, it's just a website. made that up. I, I really had to search for reviews. That it's a website. Not a website. <laughs> Subpar. Though not offensively bad, arguably, this one is just plain poor. Uh, it'll find dogged defenders, but just can't appeal to anyone outside of that deluded circle. Ouch. <laughs> wow. So if you uh, like this movie, that's Pedro Cortez. From when? At uh, Japanator.com. You have to say it like this. Okay, new rule, Japanator. Japanator. Yeah, Nailon crushed it. The See, Japa- the hire J- this man. The Japanator. I would play that stage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Street Fighter. <laughs> Japanator. Um... Now let's go into some of our, our favorite parts of the show, which is not directly talking about the movie, mm. but how it can be better. Ooh, let's start, indeed. though, with our favorite lines. I already said my first one, you know, nothing gets me hot, like seeing you go commando. No. Seriously? Nailed it. Seriously? Nailed it. No. Terrible. It. Just stop. Terrible. Leave. But it I, gets better with another one that I have that I'll wait uh, until uh, uh, 
And who wants to go first with another good line? I would have said, like, if they leaned into that guy, he would have been way more interesting. Offensive, but more interesting than mm-hmm. the rest of this bland, safe, boring, terrible film. Like, I mean, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I just, he was awful. So he was bad. bad. So bad. But it wasn't, even, it wasn't even just if they established him as a, like, man, I wish I had a girl of my own, so I might as well just whatever. He, right. he stayed that one note the entire time. And a little bit homophobic when he basically took a Constantly. shot at you being gay for, for Shepard. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, the, I mean, on many levels, he was gross. Right, like, totally. Terrible. Yep. Unbelievable. Awesome. What other favorite got, lines do we got? I got one for you. Uh, it's when they're flying in on that awesome uh, Madden Telestrator flight plan. <laughs> Some rando driving one of the ships yells, Get off my land, my lawn, you filthy space turtles. Which is a great name for a Krogan. Filthy space filthy turtles. Space turtle? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Not bad. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one of mine. <laughs> I didn't know uh, how to handle that filthy one. Filthy mutant space turtles. No. Why not? Uh, Mason had a couple of my favorite lines. Did he? Yeah, I thought he was entertaining. Okay. Um, I liked his little nickname, Flyboy, I think, mm. more or less. It's pretty cute. Mason's our pilot, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's after he gets wounded in the first battle, and Vega's like, you're going to live there, Flyboy? And he's groaning in pain and just like, like horribly I'm wounded. I'm dying, you yeah, asshole. No. And yeah. he goes, I told you, I quit <laughs> that job. <laughs> you're dying. Like, you're... My leg's at the right angle. Like, this is not okay. Like, Coughing shut up. Coughing up blood. <laughs> Stop it, Vega. And then he says something in Spanish that's mildly offensive. Like, I don't know. Mark, what do you got? Um, My only other one that I wrote down because it got too uh, terrible was, you've got eyes, don't you? Everyone wants a piece of blue. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, I, bl- I actively blanked that one out. I uh, I actively oh. bled that one out. <laughs> My eyes were bleeding. <laughs> that was uh, two Essex, right? Uh, pretty sure. Which which is another strike against Essex because in this universe he's also quite racist apparently. Yeah, because that was racist. when that was when Vega and Tria were down like Terrible. like right outside the comms town. They're like, why don't you try to talk to her? Oh, <laughs> ra- ra- racist, homophobe, yeah. misogynistic. Oh, Fuck that guy. He's- Man, I wish he died a worse death. You're super right. right. He did not Again, deserve in, that in this, death. In the spirit of making it better, let's kill him several times. That's a great point. <laughs> Biotics can come back. We'll kill How him several we times. How can kill him more? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Messner drops a, a little uh, pearl of wisdom when he's talking about uh, Cerebrus. Um, and he says, uh, Cerebrus knows it's kind of our thing. It's like, what? Like, I understand they gather intel, but... Oh, yeah, that was... But he said it's so cool, like he was waiting for a, oh shit, they do know, that Whoa. is their thing. What? No. It's ridiculous. Mm. No. Uh, anybody have any other ones? I don't. That's it. That was okay. generous. That was scraping yeah. the so, bottom so, of the cesspool. Uh, unfortunately, we do it. We're very, 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 very light on time. All so, right. what right. we're going to do is we're going to speed cast. Um, we're going to talk about our shepherds. Okay. Um, we, we were gonna. There's so many characters in Mass Effect so universe many. that we can't necessarily like. If you try to cast them all, we'll be here all night. Yep. So yep. I wrote down a couple of male female sheps. I, I don't got, know. Oh, did you? Yeah, two males and one female. Okay. Ah, I want to hear. Um, I went because Patrick, you were telling us about your shepherd and how they were a little bit older. Yeah. A little bit. That made me think. Oh, what if I pick a little bit older of an actress and a little bit older of an actor, <laughs> and then I go young as well. Who you got? Um, so for male and female, my young male, I'm going Tom Hardy. Because he can fit, I think he's he is slate enough to For where those he people can at fit. Home, he just said the Tom Hardy. It's time to drink. Yeah, because I'm gonna say him in a minute. You're gonna say Tom Hardy as well. And for female, Anne Hathaway. Oh, that's good. Ooh, that I think good. I think she could do really well. Awesome. She would good. kick some serious Krogan ass. Yeah, she yeah. would. Who do you got, Stacey? Uh So for my younger option, male Jensen Ackles. 
Chins and Ackles, remind me. I, uh, supernatural. His main, yeah, his main Got it, got it. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Uh, and then, so, John Bernthal is my, my second pick. Bernthal, yeah. Just Punisher? Like you, I just yes. like you to read that Sorry. out loud. Right oh, there. look at that, yeah. Every single time we're on the same page. We, we just exchanged thesis, not... Uh, not casting notes. So I actually, um, when I first created my shepherd, um, uh, I was doing the put Patrick in the game. So I created a an older grizzled redheaded guy, and I actually went with Damian Lewis from Homeland or Band of Brothers. If you're familiar with, oh him. yeah, I like him. And so I thought he would be an awesome kind of older, like war torn shepherd. Um, and then I'm curious. To, I, I have to ask this because Garrus is my favorite character, bar none, maybe period, all time. Ever. I went down to Garrus. Who do you? Can I ask who you have for Garrus? Uh, Julius Bjornsson, the Mountain. Oh, I think fun just for size, so that he mm-hmm. so he could play the Krogan size a little bit. So Garrus isn't the Krogan; that's Rex. But he would right, be amazing. Rex. Excuse Rex. me. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I'm so he's sorry. the Turian, the one that looks like the insect. That's I did your not. Best, your, I did not catch that guy. Is an awesome yeah, Rex. Not, yeah. he is a great Rex. Krogan. I got Ron Perlman as my Krogan. That's good. And, mm, it's all right. Do you um, have a Rex? Do you have a a Rex? A, no, or, or and uh, or Ron Perlman was my Rex. Okay. Yeah. I didn't cast Garrus because I don't think I know him well enough yet to... Okay. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Um, anyway. Oscar Isaac, Tom uh, Hardy. Got very good. both. Drink, drink. Um, did any, and any other any other Shepherds? No, that's all oh, I have for Shepherd. Uh, uh, Charlie's Theorem. I put Charlie's as well for my oh, older boy. female, uh, female Shepherd. Shep, yeah. And my older male one, Tom Cruise. Can't beat it. Well, you know. could. You no, probably you could. Can't. You probably could. Uh, but I like Charlize Theron for for female I mean, shepherds. Be, Super good. Great, Kick yeah. so much ass. All mm-hmm. right. So we've we've kind of been thorough about our thoughts about this movie. Yeah. So I'm going to skip final thoughts because <laughs> yeah. it's been okay. pretty consistent. Yep. Um, or not. We just got more time. So uh, <laughs> right. final All thoughts right, about final thoughts about Mass Effect. Uh, I have a couple, and I've actually some some questions. If you guys are right, we, we have a little okay. bit of time. Now that we have I'm a curious to see what are you. As people who didn't go through the, the whole trilogy, what do you? I, I off mic, we talk a little bit about all being excited about Mass Effect Andromeda. What do you have most? What are you most excited about? What are you looking forward to? What do you hope that game does? Uh, I mean, I like the exploration and I like the openness yeah. of it. Uh, I'm, I'm never a big first person shooter person or sure. just kind of shooter in general. So that's always more of a struggle for me. But the story. I'm willing to, to go through it for. I think the combat, you can play these games on easy and play for the story. So, like, literally, if you just don't want to sweat the combat at all. That's what I tend to do yeah. sometimes if it's a game where I'm more interested in the story than others. But um, I'm going with Stacey. Exploration's always been my thing and the fact that you have such this big universe and can can almost go anywhere. Maybe yeah. not mm-hmm. to No Man's Sky levels. Sure. But uh, if, if there's an opportunity to get lost in space, no pun intended, yeah. um, I'm all about it. And, in, yeah. and I felt super bogged down by the the history and the responsibility sure. of Shepard from all three. So the fact that it's we we we've only just within the past couple of months started learning about our main character yeah. mm-hmm. and it's a it's a new frontier yeah. makes right. it a little bit more accessible. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I'm really hoping for uh, like a more fleshed out uh, morality system, right? Like, so we just got Paragon Renegade in the, in the first ones. I'm hoping there's some more shades of gray mm-hmm. um, during the course of it, and it looks like that there are. Um, but we'll we'll have to see how this uh, how this all pans out. I'm, I'm trepidatious about this game. I'm a little worried. Do you have EA access? I don't. Okay, so for EA access members, you can download the first part of the game starting this Thursday, March 16th. 
which is a full five days, four or five days before the game officially releases on the 21st. So uh, if you're a Mass Effect fan, make sure to pick up EA Access. Um, you'd be helping helping out a friend. I do know a guy who works for, for QA there. Uh, uh, he's, a, he's a wonderful human being. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's a very good service, especially if you're a, a Mass Effect fan. But in terms of this film... Yeah. We, we have a question that we ask uh, <laughs> before we sign off, whether it we give this movie an extra life or, a, or the series Great. a game over okay. or an extra life. Do we want to see more Mass Effect? Patrick? I'm going to say a very qualified yes. I think mm-hmm. you have to choose the right story in the universe. Again, I was mm-hmm. just talking about my, my never-ending bromance. It's like Mark Donica or Garrus. Every, at any given moment, it's one of the two. Uh, Garrus is an unbelievable character in the pantheon of video game history characters in history he's one of the best he's one of the best fleshed out Mm -hmm. that relationship is all good but that has to do with you true the best character because you make him the best character you could play him like a total piece of garbage but he's he's really well nuanced right like so and so um, true true Uh, he's incredibly well written he's awesome and I think that they intentionally saved all of the best lines for Garrus he also has a really interesting story that's completely throwaway Mm -hmm. so the end of one some stuff happens then Garrus goes away you have to go find him again at the beginning of two when he thinks Shepard died. You go find this archangel character. He becomes this universe-renowned sniper. You find him and he's been hunting somebody. You don't ever really learn any of that. It's fucking fascinating. Mm-hmm. But they don't tell that story. They tell James Vega occasionally dropping some, some Spanish as opposed to something really potentially interesting and like this whole arc that just goes unexplored in that universe. So my conditional yes would be it about the, the right character, be it Garrus or Rex, again, mm-hmm. at Krogan. Um, again, right character. This universe is so impossibly well written. Uh, Tolkien said something po- very interesting to me. He said, um, he said, the culture's in the details. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, this is one of those universes they took the time to really build out details in, in characters and races and how they relate to each other and not just with themselves and all the politics. And I think um, there's so much that could be fleshed out in this universe. So I always say, yes, please, more Mass Effect. Let's just get the story right. Mm-hmm. Stacey? Uh, yeah, not like this movie, but um, Mass Effect. Yeah. <laughs> not like these. <laughs> um, not I, there like just, this. There were just, yeah, things wrong with this one. It's the Matrix reference. But, yes. Yes, well done. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so her name's Switch. Switch. Yes. That is Switch. Adios. That is Switch. Switch. Ha- shout out to the Nintendo Switch. Yes. But uh, for, for a Mass Effect movie, I think it would be... Se- nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I figure it would be something uh, more along the lines of Kingsglaive, because Kingsglaive had a very small amount to directly... It, it was a very good prologue. Mm-hmm. Yes. The characters weren't... Most of the characters weren't in the game. Nope. Right. But it gave us uh, a piece of world building. Mm-hmm. It established who some of the most important people in that world <laughs> yeah, are, yeah, it, despite it, its faults. It straight up made that yeah. game make sense. How about yeah. that? It really it straight did. up <laughs> made that game. Like, I you never would have understood what was even going That's on true. if I had not been forced to watch that show for this show. Yeah. So this show is definitely... With, without that movie, it would have been a very different playing experience yeah. mm-hmm. just because... Yeah, it would have been a lot more confusing. Like, wait, whoa, what just happened? You're who? Hold on. That's fun. (laughs) Yeah, no. Interesting. So it it actually helped a lot. So if if it was something along the lines of that that actually helped build the world with maybe characters that aren't pre-established so you could have a little Mm -hmm. bit more play with them. Totally. Yes. And maybe not animated. Maybe not, not animated. animated like that. Not animated like this. Maybe not Japanese animated. Maybe choice. a little bit more CG. Yeah, I mean, the Kingsglaive uh, was 
unbelievable. Gorgeous. That's, oh, yeah. that's another Stunning. thing. Is people Great. can now Gorgeous. animate in-engine. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how much it would take for EA to use the Andromeda engine to build uh, a film out of it. Yes, please. Yeah. Because even the, the 3D Resident Evil ones, they're not in-engine. Mm-hmm. But they look, the models look way close to the in-game sure. model, to in-game engine. And we're going to talk about those at some point, even though we thought we were done with Resident Evil. But we're not. Never. Uh, never. We'll never be Resident done. Resident Evil's not done with us. Even it's though it said the go. final chapter, yeah, no. No. we have so much more well. to do. But that's not to say that we're doing Resident <laughs> Evil next week, because God, we need a break. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say an extra life as well. Uh, this There is so much history in such a short time. Yeah. Like, th- mm-hmm. this, this, this franchise deserves a good movie. Amen. It's technically still in production, in pre-production, in production hell. <laughs> I hope been a long time it's coming. been a while. A but time. I really hope that we end up seeing the final product and with the uh, financial success of Assassin's Creed, which it did go positive. Great. Mm-hmm. It did it did end up in the black. Warcraft ended up positive. It seems like there the the video game market is entirely dead isn't entirely dead. Well, and the source material is so rich. There's yeah. so much to draw from, right? They can tell actual stories that are tangentially related but grounded in that universe. Mm-hmm. That aren't they don't have to be beholden to this game at all. And they can absolutely make them accessible for a wider audience. Totally. And space is in right now. Guardians of the Galaxy, like huge critical darling, well, and it. Star Wars mm-hmm. being back in the big way. Yes. People, go for that sci-fi. Yeah, go for the sci-fi audience. It's all it's all there. So we got a universal extra life from the entire crowd. Um, yeah. We do not know what movie we're going to be doing in two weeks' time. Uh, probably because Patrick's going to be too busy playing. Mass Effect. Way too busy. Um, and I'm going to be playing Final Fantasy, which you just let me borrow. I did. So thank you very much. 100%. Um, even though you, everybody wants me to play Horizon, which I don't know which I I'm going to play. I want you to play Horizon. Both. Yeah, play Horizon. So. I'm going to play both. <laughs> at can we some both point. please tweet at Mark? At Mark, you can find him at no, okay. Donica. Well, here's the thing. And just say hashtag Horizon. I had a poll up for whether I should get a PS4 Pro or a Switch, and it was at 50% each for the longest time, and it seemed like people kept voting in pairs to keep it even. <laughs> Jerk move. I voted it PS4. It was on purpose. Thank you. Yeah. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both. Thank you both. I know where my, my friendships truly lie. Yeah. So uh, until Priorities. we're back in two weeks' time on uh, March 27th, yes. uh, where can the folks find you? What are you up to, Patrick? Fair enough. Um, up to some fun stuff. So you can find me on Twitter at P to the D's, and we own a couple of uh, indoor football teams. You can find the app in the App Store. It's called Screaming Eagles. You can see the logo right here. They're the first professional football team that is wholly run by the fans. You call the plays Welcome in real time. That's okay, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, you can play, you call the plays in real time, so you can watch it live on YouTube. It's being hosted by by Sports Illustrated, so go to si.com, watch the game, and you can actually call the plays in real time, decide what our team does, gain fan IQ points, all that jazz. So tweet at me, uh, all that stuff's in my mind. And I would highly recommend it. I did it for the the opening contest, the the first game of the Screaming Eagles. It's a lot of fun. You get to watch, you get to watch live or take part live. If you're a football fan, highly recommend (laughs) it. Fair enough, thanks, Mark. I watched, but I don't know enough to actually vote, so uh, I didn't want to mess things up. No, good news is. Hail Mary. All the time. All, all the time. Well, so the good news is that the algorithm surfaces all four plays are ones that we want to run. It's all dictated by our game plan and how we are down in distance. So you mm-hmm. can't pick a wrong play. Well, Just, that's good to know. I know. Right. I know. Participation trophy. Stacy, <laughs> right. what are you up to? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacy Shuttles or at Nerds Doing Stuff Convention Season in Southern California starting up again. So we're going to oh, be boy. all over the place. Yeah, oh boy. But in a good way, mostly. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll be posting lots about that coming up soon. Uh, San Diego? We're doing San Diego. Yeah, Comic-Con tickets just went on sale. 
We managed to snag ours again. <laughs> yeah. Exhales deeply. Well, no, oh, I've, well, got, I've got a big slate coming up for, for Comic-Con mm. as well. It's, yeah. it's going to be pretty huge. Popcorn Talk's going to be there in a big way. After Buzz, BHL. Yes. Uh, we're all heading down to Comic-Con, but that's months from now. Um, uh, I'm going to be all around the place, but I'm going to be back here uh, every week as much as I can for this show because I absolutely love doing this show. Absolutely. Um, but follow me on Twitter, Mark Bidonica. I'm going to be heading to WrestleMania in Orlando and then also Star Wars Celebration also in Orlando. Um, so, so, cool. so cool. Follow us at, yeah. follow me at Mark Donica. Follow the network at the Popcorn Talk. Check out other shows, Sci-Fi Weekly, Jedi Alliance, which is one of the ones that I host, Action Movie Anatomy. So much great stuff here. Uh, thank you so much for watching. You can uh, make sure to leave reviews on iTunes and all that fun stuff. But until then, we will see you at the, we'll see you in the Citadel. Yes. Oh, yes. Nailed it. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.